Hey there, I'm Folar Nolalikan and I am thrilled to introduce you to this week's podcast episode of Deeper Steel with Pastor Flo. Many times, while we lay our heads in the comfort of our sleep, God unveils divine secrets of his master plan in our lives through dreams and visions of the night. He instructs, warns, and directs us through uniquely encrypted messages that contain secrets that keeps us victorious over the challenges that life throws at us. However, many of us have not learned to harness this well of divine wisdom that God has given us through our dreams. The next voice you will hear is one of Abba's finest. He is a seer and God's prophet affecting lives around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, please receive Prophet Shola Livingstone. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. God is good. Okay. In the short time we have together, we're going to be looking at the role of dreams in the life of a believer and how to correctly position ourselves for dreams. God is good. Okay, I'm going to be reading shortly from Job chapter 33 and from verse 14. It says, For God speaketh once, yet twice, yet man perceiveth not, in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep fall upon men, in slumberings upon the bed. Then he openeth the ears of men, and selleth their instruction, that he may withdraw man from his purpose, and hide pride from man. He keepeth back his soul from the pit, and his life from perishing by the sword. Now I'm going to, I'm going to read again verse 14. It says, For God speak once, yet twice, yet man perceiveth not, in a dream, in a vision of the night. Brethren, the Lord speaks to us in dreams and in the visions of the night. The Lord speaks to us to bring instructions, to bring revelation, to bring counsel, to bring correction, to bring rebuke. From what we read in the scripture, Job, in his account, said the Lord brings dream to seal man's instruction. God brings dream to to bring instruction to us. God gives us dream. Dream is the same thing as a vision of the night. Right? Um, several times in the scripture, in the Old Testament and in the New, the scripture records dream <clears throat> as the vision of the night. So the Lord gives us a vision of the night to give instruction, to bring correction. From verse 17 here, verse 17 says, that he may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man. Now, the Lord gives us dream to, to correct us from taking routes that will lead us to destruction. The Lord gives us dream to turn us from certain pathways we are taking, from certain decisions we want to make that will not lead us into the way of life, that will not lead us into God's best for us. Now, um, the, the scripture records in the book of Matthew chapter 1 and verse 19, the Bible talking about Joseph. The Bible said, Joseph, a man that fears the Lord, from verse 18, from verse 17, 18, there about, the Bible says, Moses, the Bible was talking about the account of the birth of Jesus. And the Bible said, the Bible talked about Mary. And the Bible said, Mary became pregnant by the Spirit of the Lord. And while, while Joseph heard about it, Joseph began to think in his heart what he was going to do. Joseph feared the Lord. The Bible recalls that Joseph was a just man. He had the fear of God in his heart and began to think in his heart what he was going to do. And the Bible recalls that Joseph does not want to make Mary a, a, an, an object of of public shame. So he was thinking in his heart to put her away privately. And while he was thinking in his heart, somewhere, somehow he fell asleep. And then the Bible says, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in the night. And that is, that is angelic visitation. One of the things that dreams accord us is, is that dreams brings visitation. A dream is a place where we we'll have angelic visitation, or where we we'll have visitations of God, visitations of heaven. The Bible recalls that while, while Joseph 
was thinking is that, let me read that scripture to us quickly. Matthew chapter 1 and verse 20. It says, But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not, take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Now, I'll read that again. I want to pay attention to this. But while he thought on these things, on what? On what to do. Right? Joseph feared the Lord and he was thinking on what to do. So while he was thinking on what to do, the Bible says, Behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream. So that means he fell asleep sleeping. Uh, he fell asleep thinking, rather. He was thinking and from his thinking, he fell asleep. Now, uh, the word thinking there, right? I, I like to call it meditation. Meditation is focused thinking. Meditation is concentrating your thought on something. Meditation is deep thinking, right? It's, it's, it's uh, turning, turning around in your heart, or, or what's the word now? It's, it's turning thoughts in your heart, right? Turning on things, pondering, meditating on things, right? While, while Joseph was pondering on what to do, right? While he was thinking, while he was meditating, the Bible said the angel of God appeared to him in a dream. So that means that before he slept, he was meditating, and then the doorway of his heart was open to heavenly visitation. Now, um, you know, people have said things like, um, when you think about something before you sleep, you're able to, you're likely to dream about them. It is so true. When you think about things before you sleep, you're likely to think of, um, to dream about them. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 3, KJV says, in multitude of business, a dream comes, or a dream comes through multitude of business. But NIV says a dream comes through many cares. So the cares of the heart of a man can allow him to have certain kind of dreams, right? The cares of the heart means the things that are bothering your mind, the things that are feed your heart, the things that are in your heart, right? When you think about them and they become a care for you, you can dream about them. But then that does not mean those dreams are from God. Remember the Bible says that cast your care upon the Lord and he will care for you. So that means that as a believer, we are not supposed to be so bothered about cares of this world, right? We are not supposed to be bothered about cares. So we shouldn't be thinking, we should, be, we should not go to bed thinking about cares, right? Having cares in our hearts because those cares doesn't have the capacity, right, to to solve the problem. So cast your cares upon the Lord. Cast your burden upon the Lord for your cares for you. Now, um, Joseph was thinking, he was meditating while he fell asleep. And then the angel of God appeared to him at night and gave him an instruction exactly what to do. Right. So as a believer, when there are certain things, certain issues around your life that you need answers for or that you need God to talk to you about, you can position yourself to receive answers from God through dreams, just like Joseph did. Right, Joseph was pondering in his heart in the fear of God. You know, the inclination of Joseph's heart is, okay, God, what do you want me to do? Joseph feared the Lord. He doesn't know what to do. He found himself in a situation where he had to, he had to please the Lord, yet it's not easy for him. How will you, how will you take a woman that is pregnant and then she came, she claimed that the, the, the child is not by a man, it's by the Holy Spirit. You know, that, that's a hard one for, for Joseph to take. But then he feared God and he doesn't want to make his, his fiancée a public shame. So while he was thinking in his heart, his heart was inclined towards, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? An angel appeared to him in the dream. So Joseph positioned himself for that encounter by pondering and meditation. So through, through meditation, he opened the doorway of his heart to, to angelic um, visitation through dreams. And then the angel gave him an instruction. The angel told him, okay, what? Um, that which Mary is carrying is by the speed of the Lord and take her in, don't cast her away. And that said to it, that visitation said to it, that was the answer I was looking for. And it got you through dreams. Now, 
Um, the Lord spoke to Joseph through dreams a lot in the scripture. I think about three times because we, we read again in Matthew chapter 2 and verse, and verse 13. The Bible talking about Joseph still. The Bible said God spoke to him in a dream. This was after that the wise men went to Herod to tell Herod that, okay, we saw a great star, right, shining over Israel. And then we thought that a child has been born in a palace. And then they came to the palace. And when they got there, they didn't find the child in the palace. And then um, Herod began to... Um, seek for the child, the, the child Jesus now. Herod began to seek for the child to kill him. And then the scripture records that the, the Lord appeared to, to the wise men in the dream. And the Lord told them, don't go back to Herod. Don't tell him that you've seen the child. Just go your way. Then the preceding, or the, the, the succeeding verse, verse 13 now, the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream again. And the Lord told him, take this baby and flee to Egypt because Herod is about his life. Herod wants to kill him, so flee to Egypt to save him. So Joseph woke up the next morning because he has received a, a divine instruction from the dream that helped him to preserve the life of Jesus. You know, I was wondering if many believers have learned to walk with the Lord and open their hearts to, to God speaking to them in dreams, perhaps Joseph would have not been the only one that saved his baby. Maybe some other parents too would have saved their babies if their heart is open to receive instructions from God, the same way that Joseph's heart was open to receive instructions from God through dreams, right? So the Lord appeared to him in the room and told him, take this baby and flee to Egypt. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. So we, we see there that just like the Lord, the, um, the, the Bible says in Job 3, right, and verse 14, that the Lord speaks once and even twice. The Lord speaks in dreams and in visions. So the Lord spoke to Joseph in dreams and in vision. Now, as a believer... You can, you can learn the art of positioning yourself for spiritual dreams. You can learn the art of positioning yourself for heavenly encounter dreams, for heavenly dreams, for Jesus visitation dreams, angelic visitation dreams, right? Now, we have many believers whose dream realm are nothing, nothing, nothing of what, as it were. Their dream realm has, right, um, has been messed up by the devil. You know, you can find deliverance for that, even as you listen to this to this podcast. You can find deliverance for that if you will do uh, the simple instructions that by the Spirit of the Lord I'll be putting out in a few minutes, right? Now, um, let me go back to that scripture that I referred to earlier. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 3. It says, in multitude of cares, there comes a dream. A dream comes through multitude of cares, right? If you want to begin to position yourself for every encounter dreams, begins to, begin to, uh, Begin to position yourself through the way you think, right? Don't allow the things of this world to, to be what encumbers your mind, to be what fills up your mind. Don't allow the cares of the world, anxiety, worry. Don't allow those things to fill up your mind. Those things we, we give you dreams that you don't want at night. Now, someone once said, uh, the way you think in the day determines the way you dream at night. And it's true. You're thinking in the day and you're dreaming at night as... Um, a very close correlation. In fact, your thinking in the day is what determines your dreaming at night. So a man that has learned to think about the Lord, meditate about the Lord, meditate about the kingdom of God during the day, we find it easy to have heaven encounter dreams at night. So the scripture recalls, walk in the spirit and you not gratify the desires of the flesh. Walking in the spirit is not just obeying what the spirit says, right? It's not just, uh, it's not just obeying what the scripture says. It's, it's also thinking right. Walking in the spirit is also thinking right. Be that transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't allow, don't allow um, inordinate thoughts, inordinate affections. Don't allow thoughts that are not that are not inclined to 
to eternal life, that are not inclined to the way of righteousness, that are not inclined to purity. Don't allow such thoughts in your heart, right? Paul gave us an instruction in Ecclesiastes chapter 4. Uh, um, sorry, sorry now. Um, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, Paul gave us an instruction, right? He said, whatsoever things are good, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are great, whatsoever things are of good report, meditate on these things. Philippians 4 and 8. Meditate on these things. Meditate on these things. So, as we give ourselves to obeying that instruction, we don't allow stupid things in our mind. We don't allow stupid things to prosper in our heart. So the Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 4 now, right, to guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs forth the issues of life. There is a need, is an instruction from the Lord that we guard our hearts with all diligence because really we cannot dissociate. You know, let, let, me, let me just say this, friends, right? Everything about your life are interconnected. Your thinking, your talking, your actions, your dreaming, your... Everything is interconnected. The way you talk, the way you dream, the way you, you, you think, the way you act, everything. There is, there is a place where all of those things connect. We cannot separate them from one another. So now, you cannot be a man, right, who, whose actions betray the kingdom of God, whose actions betray the standards of purity, the standards of holiness, the standards of righteousness, and then you will expect to have heaven-inclined dreams at night. It doesn't work that way. If your words, the words of your mouth, are not inclined to purity, are not inclined to God and his kingdom, you cannot expect to have heaven-inspired dreams at night. You need to live heavenly in the day to dream heavenly at night. You need to live the life that portrays the kingdom of God in the day so you can portion yourself for dreams from the kingdom of God at night. So the way you talk, watch the way you talk, watch the way you think, Watch the way you act. All of those things affect the way you dream. It affects your dream world. Many people don't even know this. You know, at a time in my life, the Lord, right now, this is me. This is not everybody. At a time in, in my life, the Lord told me that I should be careful what I, the image I expose myself to before I sleep, right? That period of my life, I, I see movies a lot before I sleep. Now, now if, if you think, uh, how can a man of God see movies? Well, well that, that's okay. <laughs> but I see movies once in a while, okay? So that period of my life, I see movies a lot at night before I sleep. So the Lord came to me and the Lord said, um, you're not doing yourself much good by seeing movies before you sleep because it has a way of affecting, you know, you, you're exposing yourself to, to certain images and sounds just before you sleep. And there's a high likelihood that those images and sound we will replay in your subconscious mind when you're sleeping. So the dreams you watch, right, as a way of, uh, as a way of interfering in your dream. You know, sometimes, right, there are certain movies you watch and then you go to sleep. And then the movie continues in your sleep. <laughs> sometimes you even see yourself acting the movie in your sleep. <laughs> in your dream, right? But then this is not, of course, of course, this is not dream inspired by the Spirit of God. This is dream that is inspired by multitude of business. Ecclesiastes 5 and verse 3, right? So, um, be, be, be careful the, the, the kind of images you expose yourself to, right? Don't, ex, don't expose yourself to movies who, who, that, that, that portrays uh, pornographic pictures, fornication uh, scene. Don't expose yourself to such images. It has the capacity to corrupt your mind. Glory to Jesus. Now, so, some instructions that will help you to position yourself correctly, right, for receiving ever-inspired dreams, right? Before you sleep at night, right, um... Learn to consecrate your dream realm to God. If you are listening to this and the devil has been coming to mess you up in your dream, right? You've been having dreams where the devil is messing you up, oppressing you, right? Um, um, oppressing you, doing all manner of things, inflating you negatively in your dream. You can seize your dream realm from the devil. 
The devil has no right to mess up with your dream realm. You are a child of God and the spirit of God lives in you and God has given you the authority, right, over principalities and power. And nothing shall by any means out to you, not even in your dream realm. Okay, so learn to seize your dream realm from, from the powers of darkness. One of the ways to do that is this. When you want to go to bed, begin to make declarations and confessions. The Bible says, by the words of a man, you shall be justified. And by the words of a man, you shall be condemned. So begin to make certain declarations that will justify you and seize your dream realm from the powers of darkness. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I consecrate my dream realm to God. I consecrate my dream realm to, to the kingdom of God. I consecrate my dream realm for having heaven-inspired dreams. In the name of Jesus, I refuse to have demon-inspired dreams. I refuse to have soulish dreams. In the name of Jesus, I break the power of darkness that is influencing me in my dreams. In the name of Jesus, whatever spirit of darkness has been coming to my dream room to mess me up today marks the end. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, seize your dream realm from the powers of darkness. I begin to declare in the name of Jesus, I sanctify my dream realm by the blood of Jesus. I sanctify my imagination by the blood of Jesus. You know, one of the ways that dreams come to us, right, or the major way dream comes to us is through our subconscious mind, right? Our subconscious mind has a gateway, right, that allows, allows, um, that allows certain influxes from the realm of the spirit to flow into our conscious mind where we can relate with them, right? So we can begin to pray, Lord, I consecrate my, my imagination to God. I consecrate my subconscious mind, my conscious mind to God. I apply the blood of Jesus for sanctification of my heart, for purification of my imagination in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, chapter 9 and verse 13, from verse, from verse um, 12, the Bible says, if, if the blood of bulls and goats, right, can purify our, our flesh, how much more with the blood of Jesus in verse 13, how much more with the blood of Jesus be able to purify our conscience from dead works, right? So begin to apply the blood of Jesus upon consciously, upon your conscience. My conscience is purified by the blood of Jesus. My imagination is purified by the blood of Jesus. I don't think stupid things. I don't dream stupid things. I purify and consecrate my imagination to God. I consecrate my conscious mind to God. I consecrate my subconscious mind to God. I consecrate my heart to God. So as you do that consciously, right, night after night, after a while, you begin to see a shift in the way you have dreams, right? And be, be, say the kind of things you want in your dream. In the name of Jesus, tonight I receive heavenly visitations. I receive visitations of angels. I receive visitations of saints in heaven. I receive visitations of Jesus. Lord, your word says that angels appear to people in their dream. Angels appear to Joseph in his dream and gave him direction. Lord, in my dream tonight, I receive angelic, angelic visitations to give me direction, to give me instructions in righteousness. You know, say the kind of things you want before you sleep. Glory to Jesus. Another instruction I want to put out, right? Oh, our time is gone. Another instruction I want to put out is... Um, Praying in the spirit all the time. Now, let me tell you how praying in the spirit connects to your dream realm. The Bible says in the book of Acts in chapter 2, they were gathered together and praying in one accord. They're praying in their understanding, right? Before the Logos came. And they're praying in one, in one accord. And the Bible records that the, the place where they, are, where they were, right? Uh, there, there came the sound of a mighty rushing wind. And then there was cloven tongues of fire upon everyone. And they began to speak in other tongues as the Logos gave them utterance, right? So they began to speak in tongues. What actually happened that day was that their spirit man was activated by the Holy Spirit so that they can begin to express their spiritual language to God, right? So they can begin to speak to God in unknown tongues, in mysteries, right? You know, I, I like to call um, speaking in tongues a spiritual language, right? So it, it's like um, your spirit has its own personality. And then that instance, when the Holy Ghost came upon you and activated the ability to speak in tongues, the Holy Ghost activated your sense of speech and the spirit. 
Now, that, that's, that's how I like to call it, right? It makes me feel that way. It makes me feel good whenever I think about it that way. That my spirit now has the capacity to talk, right? And give expression to all Francis is part by the Holy Ghost, mysteries of God. Now, this is it. The Bible records that they were gathered in one accord, and then the Holy Ghost came upon them, and they began to speak in other tongues, right? And as they spoke in other tongues, the, the people that came from all, you know, all, all the parts of the world that came for the feast in Jerusalem that was ordinary at the time, the Bible says they began to hear the disciples speaking in their own language, right? And then um, they were saying to themselves, are, are these guys drunk? But the scripture records something very interesting. The Bible says, in Acts chapter 2 and verse, around verse, uh, verse 13, 13, 14, 15, there about, the Bible says, And Peter stood up with the twelve, and Peter spoke that men and brethren, these men are not drunk as yet thought, but this is that which was spoken of by prophet Joel, that in the last days God is going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Right? They will dream dreams. Your, 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 your old men will dream dreams, right? And your, your sons and daughters will, will see visions. Hallelujah. So, uh, Peter began to say that what you see these days is a fulfillment of prophecy. What you are seeing happening right now is a fulfillment of prophecy. And what's the prophecy? The prophecy is that God is going to pour His Spirit, and what we will have is prophesying dreams and visions. But then, brethren, look at this carefully. Did any of those played out in the upper room? What they were doing in the upper room was not prophesying. You know, right? They were speaking in other tongues. They were not prophesying. And it's not even as if they were speaking other tongues and interpreting. No, they were speaking other tongues, but the tongues of men. Do you remember that the, uh, um, Paul told us in, in the book of First Corinthians that there is tongues of men and tongues of angels, right? So they were speaking in tongues of men. So the people that traveled from around the world, they were hearing them speaking in their own tongues, but tongues of men, right? Now, what, what um, Peter is saying, right? Peter alluding to that scripture or to that prophecy by the prophet Joel. Peter is saying that what is happening in this place is an activation by the Spirit that's going to bring about um, the, the manifestation of prophesying of dreams and visions. I don't know if you get that. What happened in the upper room was that their spirit man was activated to begin to speak in tongues, but then the effect of that would be that there's going to be manifestations of prophesying of dreams and visions. So what does that imply? That implies that when you speak in tongues a lot, you will prophesy. When you speak in tongues a lot, you will dream dreams. When you speak in tongues a lot, you will have visions. Hallelujah, glory to God. So, um... Spend time to pray in tongues a lot, not just when you want to sleep. Hallelujah. Walk in the spirit and you'll not gratify the desires of the flesh. So as you walk in the spirit in your day, right, just pray in tongues. The scripture records pray all the time. Hallelujah. Second Thessalonians 5 and 17, right? Uh, it says pray without season. Pray without season. So pr pray all the time. Jesus said men always to pray and not to faint. So beauty Build the habit of praying all the time. Praying tongues all the time. As you pray in tongues all the time, right? It has the capacity to affect your dreaming at night. You know, praying tongues all the time help your spirit to soar in the spirit realm. It helps your spirit to gain ascendance. It helps your spirit to have flights in the realm of the spirit. The reason why the devil can come to you and mess you up at night is because your spirit, your spirit does not have weight in the spirit. But as you pray in tongues all the time, you are building weight, you are building capacity in the realm of the spirit. You are gaining stature, you are gaining strength in the realm of the spirit. You are finding it easy, right? Your spirit man is finding it easy to, to have flight in the spirit. So the Bible says, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. So when you pray in the spirit a lot, your spirit gains strength to mount up as eagles. 
And as it mounts up, it, it, it interacts with the realms of God. It interacts with the realms of the kingdom. As, as it interacts with the realm of the kingdom, God will begin to bring to you um, answers. It begins to bring to you, let me use the word response. It will begin to bring to you response by the Holy Ghost in the realm of dreams. Now, may I say this? Dreams uh, and visions and prophecy, most times they are response to the tongues that we speak. They are a response. So you've been spending a long time praying, 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 praying. When God wants to respond, God responds to you in dreams, in visions, in prophecy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So give yourself to pray in tongues a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Okay, now let me say this. If you have been having dreams where the devil is tormenting you, right? Learn to, let, let me just give an exercise, right? For the next one month, Okay. Pray in tongues an hour before you sleep. And as you pray in tongues, you know, you are praying in tongues and you are confessing the things I said earlier. You are praying in tongues, you are claiming your dream realm, right? From the, from the powers of darkness. And then you are, you, you are enforcing what you want to happen in the realm of your dream. You know what, you know what Job told us? Job said, you will say it will come to pass. The light be shining on your part. So what does that mean? That means when you're experiencing darkness in any of your life, say what you want, it will come to pass and light will shine. Simple as that. So give yourself to praying. Give yourself to praying in tongues. And as you pray in tongues, you're also praying with understanding, right? Like before you sleep, pray in tongues one hour every night. Pray by the Holy Ghost. Pray by the Spirit. Pray in tongues and pray with understanding that, that these are the things I want in my dream. Tonight, my dream, I receive answers from God. Hallelujah. Now, now let me just say this as as, as bring this to a close. Um, one of the ways to get answers from God, like I said earlier, is through the dream or through your dream, right? Now, you can position yourself to get answers to specific things as you, go to, as you go to bed at night, right? You can position yourself to interact with the spirit of wisdom in your dream as you go to bed at night. So for instance, now you need a business idea. You know that the scripture recalls about Jacob. The Bible says why Jacob sleep that the angel of the Lord came to him in the dream and gave him an idea, an idea, right, that helped him to, to plunder the wealth of Laban. I call it wealth transfer, you know. The, the, the angel of God gave him an idea in his dream that, that allowed for wealth transfer from Laban, right, that he was serving, to Jacob. You know, it, it looked like bioengineering, and an, an idea for bioengineering, something he did not read in school. There is a way you can position yourself like that to have, to have such dreams, right? So as you go to bed, right, uh, uh, allow, meditate on, meditate on that subject. Meditate by the Spirit of God. Meditate, open your heart to receive answers. You know, there is a way you can meditate and all you are doing is you are trying to crack your brain. This is not you cracking your brain. This is not you trying to do things by the strength of the flesh. I'm think this is not you thinking through. This is you thinking. This is you meditating in a, in a way to open your heart to receive answers from God. This is you meditating in a way to open your heart to receive answers from God over that particular matter, right? So you go to bed with that question in your mind. You pray in tongues, you know, you know, you, you pray in tongues silently, right? You pray in tongues silently and you're meditating, Lord, I receive answers. Lord, I receive ideas in the name of Jesus. I receive ideas in the name of Jesus. And then, you know, you are, as you're praying, you are turning that thought in your heart. You are turning that thought in your heart and you're praying, Lord, I receive answers. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I receive answers. And then, you see, as you're doing that, you are, you are exercising your spirit, right, to receive answers from God in the realm of dream. You know, the answer doesn't have to come in the realm of dream, but because that's what you, that's what you did, or that's what you're engaged in just before you slept, right? There's a high likelihood that dreams will come to bring answers to you, or that God will give you dreams to give you answers to that which you are seeking God for. Remember that we said, dream 
is a pathway of reception. Vision is a pathway of reception. Even prophecy is a pathway we receive from God. Right? So as you do that before you sleep, you are increasing your likelihood to receive answers to that particular question before you sleep. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that one. A few years ago, the Lord told me to raise a presence-based prophetic generation. This mandate has given birth to the Eagles Vision Prophetic School that takes place online and on-site. However, learning to forge ahead as a prophet seemed to be overwhelming at the time. I didn't know what to do with the visions and dreams I got from the Lord and how I can fulfill this overwhelming but amazing mandate. Through the help of the Holy Spirit, I have learned to walk in the fullness of my prophetic calling, beginning with taking baby steps to taking giant steps. Prophetic Fire is a 30-day devotional that will help take you through these processes. So what are you waiting for? Get your copy at www.recreateyourworld.org. See you same time next week on Deeper Steel with Pastor Flo. Till then, do have a blissful day. God bless you. Shalom.